What is going on, everybody? We are back. New School Gaming. I am Tasmanian Deity. I'm the Thick Baby. And we are back bringing you some awesome content better than ever. We were on a summer hiatus, upgrading some equipment and getting things together. Yeah, yeah. And get ready for the new segments of our freaking awesome podcast. Let's get right into it. What do we got? So let's start off with a little bit of video game news. Yeah. Well... I don't know if you guys heard about it, but Starfield is coming out on September 6th, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you got that date right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you got to start the preload on August 17th, yeah. Yep, yep, and the preloads are live, so if you don't know, get it, preload your game, that way the second it is out, you can start playing some Starfield. Yeah, while we were gone, it was big news that uh, the game to preload on, I believe, Xbox is 126 gigabytes, and oh, on PC yeah. it was 140. Definitely a big game. Make sure you got some room on there. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen much on the reviews for it, but it, just the show off of the trailers, like a Gamescon, was a... Uh, Pretty pretty in depth. It looks like an entertaining game. Yeah. I might pick that one pretty up. Pretty exciting. I mean, Bethesda really never disappoints. No. I mean, they're a little buggy normally, but if you saw the quote from the Microsoft director or game head of games or whatever it was, he said this is going to be the least buggy Bethesda game they've ever had on release. That sounds not right, but <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if if he if it lives up to it, pretty promising. I mean, this is their first new IP in decades. I mean, the last one was probably I can't even remember. I mean, but. if you count, it's not even really even new IP, but they did like you spinoffs. You got New Vegas and stuff yeah, like that. This is but, brand new IP. Yeah, no, no spinoff, nothing. So, so let's pretty exciting. fingers crossed that it's gonna be good. But I don't think it'll top for a game of the year this year. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be hard, hard to beat. Uh, what just came out that was really good, but Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Gate 3. Oh. I, was, I was just going to say, while we were on our hiatus, Baldur's Gate 3 came out, and that is absolutely game of the year in my books right now. There's nothing wrong with this game. Yeah, it, Baldur's Gate 3, from what I have played, which is not much yet, sadly, destroys. It is amazing. Uh, see, I mean, it's D&D, &D, just yeah. computer. Yeah, better. So <laughs> much better. And uh, we got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Pre-orders are live as of today on Amazon. That's the brand new Final Fantasy? Brand, the brand new Final Fantasy VII with, uh, you know, the complete remakes with Cloud and everybody. It'll be the part two. Uh, okay. I think the first part came out in 2020, 2021-ish. Yeah, I haven't played... I'm not really a Final Fantasy kind of guy, yeah. but I did go through and start 7 a few months back and haven't picked it up again. Did you play on the new play style or the standard turn-based? New play style, I yep. think? All right, so... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, new play style. New play style. It was pretty good. It was fun, but uh, I'm a big fan of the turn-based old-school combat for okay. Final Fantasy. What are they on now, like 13, 14? Ooh. 15, 16? Okay. I think. Honest, I think they're really <laughs> on 15 counting. or 16. Uh, 15, 16, <laughs> 17. Order, <laughs> uh, then we also got the PlayStation Portal release. So have you heard about the PlayStation Portal at all? I have not, no. Give right. me details. So PlayStation Portal is essentially the PlayStation's version of the Nintendo Switch. Okay. It is a handheld console that you can pick up for $200. The downfall of it is, is it does not work without a PS5. It links up to it That's dumb. via <laughs> Wi-Fi and remote play. So if you do not have a strong enough Wi-Fi source and you are not within roughly the vicinity of your PS5, I believe, it will not work at all. So you said it was 200 $200. So I'm paying 200 to be able to play my PlayStation on the go. 
in your but house. I need a PlayStation to play it. Yeah. So basically, to play my PlayStation on the go, I need seven hundred dollars. And you have to have Wi-Fi constantly. That's dumb. Um, but it boasts an eight-inch LED screen with 1080p and 60 frames per second. And pre-orders went live today as well. If you're interested in pre-ordering a two hundred dollar mobile PlayStation it's, Five, yeah, sorta. No, I have a feeling that's gonna fail hardcore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, you might as well just bring back the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> yeah, when dude, it looked really cool when they do were doing leaks of it, or not them, but people got leaks of it and they were kind of showing it off and like I don't know, you know, data miners and whatnot looked awesome. It was rumored to be a uh, Nintendo Switch, but a PS5 version. You could take it anywhere you wanted. And I thought that would be awesome. If it didn't have to connect to your PlayStation in Wi-Fi. Didn't have to connect to that in Wi-Fi. Yeah, big oh. bummer. In more sad news, we have. Volition, or Volition, the video game studio uh, based in Illinois, best known for creating the uh, Saints Row series. Okay, I've never played a Saints Row game before. I haven't played Saints Row 3. Not the biggest fan of it, but I know the games. Okay. I mean, everyone uh, knows the games, right? You guys are <laughs> fucking whack. Saints Row is great. See, Audio Master Jay oh. Cotter knows. He likes it. Saints Row. The oh, new okay. one, though, was a little whack. They just tried doing, like, a reboot of it. That's number five? Yeah, what was that called? Do you, it's do you just recall? called Saints Row. But okay. It's, they, like, ditched all of the characters. I mean, hmm. a lot of the characters were problematic, but, like, they were gangsters. They're not good guys. They're not good people. That's true. That was uh -huh. never supposed to be the thing. Well, after 30 years and celebrating their 30th anniversary, they have closed their doors. So we will no longer be receiving any games from Volition ever again. All right, no who, more Saints Row unless who, somebody picks up the IP. Yeah, and say, who knows what's going to happen with the IP and who owns it and whatnot. You know, maybe they'll sell it, try and get some money and pay out some employees, hopefully, because they did have 210 employees. So okay. with all them gone, hopefully they have some money to give them to help them out. Uh, Nintendo Direct last June did a, you know, their Nintendo Direct pre-case showcased a whole bunch of games and yeah. showed off their pre-releases and all that. But for their grand finale, they showed off their new Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Interesting. What's that? And it looked really interesting. They're moving away from their standard... It's like their 2D side-scrolling Mario games, but they're yeah. moving away from the standard 2D of the game. And... It, trying to bring it in a brand new direction that they've never seen before with brand new playable characters unprecedented like game physics and engine qualities and adding a new power up super mario world or? super mario bros okay wonder interesting okay i i understand now and i was like they've been doing 3d mario games forever yeah <laughs> yeah but uh so it'll be super interesting to see and unlike every other mario game that takes place inside the mushroom kingdom Okay. This one will be taking place in the Flower Kingdom. Interesting. Yeah. So we haven't really seen anything of. So nothing of Flower Kingdom. So expect, like, I mean, they could add all new monsters and, like, completely redo Mario from the ground up in this new realm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Complete yep. realm possibilities here. Anything could happen, and it looks sweet. Fair enough. Uh, we did miss on our break uh, GamesCon. That happened, Ooh. I think, two or three weeks ago now. Uh, we had a few games showed off there. We had Starfield, got a new trailer there, but I'm assuming everybody's probably seen it by now. We talked good. about Starfield a little bit. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. 
Ooh, I haven't seen anything That's about that. That's a big that. show off there because we got a new campaign coming out, a new multiplayer, and the return of zombies. And we Ooh. get our favorite map, Verdansk. Oh, that'll be interesting. That was one of my personal favorites. Yeah, I mean, that it was one, great. That one's going to be releasing on November 10th. And if you pre-order it, you can play the campaign on November 3rd, seven days early. Yeah. Ooh. How fun. I mean, yeah. Call of Duty always has November releases. They are on that for the holiday specials. Yeah. And this won't be a replacement of Warzone or DMZ. So this is a completely separate game. So I'd go and pick it up just for the campaign, frankly. I, I love a good Call of Duty campaign. Yeah. And the Modern Warfare ones always have the best campaigns. Yeah. Uh, we also got a show off of the Alan Wake 2 trailer. Ooh. I don't know if you've played Alan Wake before. I did. I have never played Alan Wake. Oh, I know it's like a detective it's fun. survival Kind of like L.A. Noir-esque okay. meets so not quite darkness. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a little show off of that at Gamescom, which was interesting. How fun. Uh, what else we got? We went over Baldur's Gate 3 came out. We've been playing that yeah, yeah. Uh, during time. the break when we were gone. A uh, great game. What class Absolutely are you playing as? I've been pl- so I started off as a warlock class. Okay. Pretty fun. Uh, I decided I wasn't going to do any dual classing or triple classing or anything like that and just go straight one class the whole time. Makes sense. Uh, gave up about halfway through and decided to switch over to druid. Way more fun. Yeah. I've been playing as a uh, hunter and I've been having a blast, you know, getting to bring in pets and the oh, dire yeah. wolf or dire. Ranger, dire. Not hunter. Oh, that's right. It ranger, is a, it yeah. is a ranger hunter is from World of Warcraft. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> um, blast. So you get little pets to summon in. Great time. Uh, other than that, we got Dark and Darker is getting a mobile game from the creators of PUBG Mobile. Oh. Now, if you haven't played Dark and Darker, they've been in some muddy waters in the past year recently. Uh, Dark and Darker basically came out as this alpha test where it was a dungeon-crawling, first-person, kind of Skyrim-esque play. But you Super run, cool. Yeah, you run into other adventurers in the dungeons that you go into, and you have to kind of extract, like, escape from Tarkov, and you can fight against each other and the mobs in the dungeon. Yep. Super interesting game. The PvP in it's really fun to watch and oh, a yeah. good time to do. I yeah. mean, you destroying it, personally. I That's had a good a time game, watching yeah. you the other day. The, the muddy water with it is that I believe it's Nexon had a game that was essentially what they said was dark and darker and then the people from nexon left started this new company and created dark and darker so nexon's thing is you stole that from us basically are they coming out with it still no they're they've scrapped the game okay but because it was their property they're basically suing uh i cannot remember the name of dark and darker's creator but they're suing them saying that they've stolen their property yeah well that's rough but as of right now, Dark and Darker is still going forward. They're in their uh, beta. No, they're beta testing right now. Uh, it's fully released. Well, not fully released. It's early access right now. You can buy it for $10. I would definitely get on that. But they're you can moving forward with a mobile game. Pick so. it up on Steam? Uh, no, you can pick it up on their website. Okay. Like I said, I don't remember the creator's name. So we're going to have to get back to you on that one. But yeah, they're moving forward with a mobile game, so the lawsuit must not be going terribly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kudos to them. Hopefully they can just eat the lawsuit, make enough money, pay it out, even if they don't win, and just keep going with the game. Yeah. That would be really nice. Uh, but that's all I got for video game news, so let's move over into pop culture news. Nerd Ooh. pop culture, I should say. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, we got Rick and Morty Season 7 coming out October 15th on... Uh, Adult Swim app, and then once that's released on there, it'll be out for probably about two weeks, and then we'll see that just get taken off, and it'll be put back up within the next year, I believe, on Hulu and 
other neighboring partners. Now, this will be the first season without... Without Justin Roiland. Okay. So they have removed Justin Roiland from the show, and we've seen this already on their other show. Uh, I cannot remember the name of some interplanetary solar opposites. Okay, I have no Uh, idea. They have Justin Roiland voiced all the characters for it, basically, and they had a new season without Justin Roiland, and they have sound-alike actors... And so far, it seems like it's going well. Produced so, pretty well. I mean, you liked it. Everything seemed fine to me. Right, it didn't right seem on. like they missed a beat or anything. So we'll see with Rick and Morty Season 7 how that's going to do. But apparently, they've got enough sound-alike actors to go forward with it. Nice. Hopefully, it'll be good. I mean, yeah, it'll be a tough... It's tough to replace someone that does the voices for an entire show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's It's so bad that like he started this whole gaming company he's got multiple shows and now all of it's basically Ooh, i wanted to, to replace everything i wanted to get his game very fun game is it i Fantastic. played through it but it's basically think a new conquer okay yeah conquer's bad for a day was a blast it yeah. came out on the 64 right no that came out on the xbox the that, original xbox that was live and reloaded you're right you're right you're right you got oh it. You got yeah it. yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we got Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child oh. of Fire, will, uh, will be released on Netflix December 22nd, and then you have Part 2, The Score Giver? The Score Giver. Yeah. I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> the Score Giver will arrive on <laughs> April 19th. So this is a new Zack Snyder show coming out on Netflix. Looks like a okay. Game of Thrones-esque show. How fun. Hopefully it'll be good. I don't know. I'm, I don't have my high hopes for most Netflix I mean, if shows. you put dragons in it, I'm probably going to watch it. I don't know if it'll be, be mostly dragons, but... No dragons? We'll, we'll see something. <laughs> uh, we got Expendables 4 coming out September 22nd. I thought this was funny because I think The Expendables is just such a joke of a movie. I've never watched a single one yet. So the, the first Expendables, they basically just took every major action star and threw it into one show, uh, one movie, and they were like, let's just... Action pack this thing. Yeah. Explosions. <laughs> Guns. Then they came out with the second and third one, and they were both flops. Yeah. Th- this fourth one, they're moving forward with Sylvester Stallone and Jason Statham that we've seen in all the Expendables, I think. And then we got new cast of 50 Cent, Megan Fox, Tony Ja, Eco. I'm going to fuck up all these names. I'm so sorry. Eco Uwais and Andy Garcia all coming in. These are all action stars from different shows, movies, and then for Megan some reason, Megan Fox, Fox I was from say, Transformers. Is it because she was in Transformers? Why are I, they... I can't figure yeah. <laughs> Well, they but need yeah. a damsel in distress, so I mean, I'm, we'll see how it goes. They're saying the reason Expendables 3 was such a flop is because they couldn't get that rated R on it. So this one is rated R. It's going to be bloody, action-packed. Maybe it'll do better. I'm going to say it's going to be a flop again. Yeah. There's no way it does well. Uh, coming over to Hulu again, we got American Horror Story season 12 coming out on September 20th. Uh, you have Kim Kardashian coming along to play in this Rosemary baby, Rosemary's Baby-esque uh, uh, season that they're doing this time. Kim K. Yeah, so that should be interesting. And then we got also on Hulu, Kripopolis from the creators of, uh, from the creator of Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon. Uh, it's coming out September 25th, and it's uh, this animated show about humans, gods, and monsters all in this first ancient Greece. It's basically ancient Greece's first big city, which they're calling Kripopolis, and it's okay. basically all of them meshing together in a comedy sort of way. Nice. Yeah. 
So that should be uh, interesting to watch. And then last thing I got on here for pop culture, nerd pop culture, is we got uh, Netflix's Scott Pilgrim anime dropped its first oh. trailer. It's coming out November 17th. It's got all the ori- most of the original actors from the movie. The movie. I love Scott yeah, Pilgrim. Michael Sarah playing Scott Pilgrim. Yes, yes, fantastic. I think it's gonna be an interesting, fun watch. If you got, if nothing, if you got nothing to do, check it out. I own all of the Scott Pilgrim comics, actually. That's interesting. And not like original releases; yeah. they're the compendium versions. But still, read them, loved them. Oh, yeah. Watched the movie probably about twenty times. <clears throat> Sorry, frog in my throat, and cannot wait for this new show. That's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Um, some kind of crazy. The uh, rarest Yu-Gi-Oh card ever printed just went on sale. Oh, what is it? The Celtic Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of you're not far off. It is known as Tyler the Great Warrior. Tyler the Great Warrior. So, it just went on to auction, and it is going to be, they're speculating, it hasn't sold yet, but they're speculating it's going to be the most expensive card to ever be sold from any trading card game ever. That can't be. They just sold the one ring for like two mil, the Post Malone. I know. And it's going to go over this. And it's uh, Konami printed Tyler the Great Warrior in 2005 exclusively for Tyler Gressel. In partnership with Make a Wish Foundation. Interesting. That's it, cool. It is, it is graded at a seven. It is the only card in its existence, and it is an official Yu-Gi-Oh card. You can use it in tournaments and everything. It has effects and stats and I everything. I feel like I should definitely. I can picture this card, but I I should know it. Yeah. So kind of crazy. Um, they are saying that the starting bid to open into the auction will be starting at one million United States dollars. Okay, well, then it's got to get over 2.5, I think, is what the One Ring's going for right now. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, the Black Lotus currently is the second highest one, and it's sold for $1.4 million, I think, in its best condition and the rarest form of the card. Okay. For anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about when I say the One Ring, uh, Magic the Gathering created a card called the One Ring in collaboration with Lord of the Rings, basically. Yeah. Uh, They only printed one card, one ring, uh, basically, before it was even found, there were bids of like, I'll pay $1.5 million for this card. When somebody finally found it, Post Malone up and bought it for off of them for $2 mil, I believe. And right now, it's valued at two point five, Which is just crazy. Yeah. Um, Black Lotus was also from Magic the Gathering, for yeah. those of you who didn't know, the card I had previously just mentioned. Um, something kind of crazy going out right now. So... Who doesn't know J.K. Rowling, the creator of Harry Potter, and all that stuff? Um, she just came out with another... The very <laughs> cancelable. Yes, very a very cancelable anti-trans stance, um, again, um, oh, and she God. doubled down on it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, she originally tweeted back in 2020, um, and the quote is, People who menstruate. I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Wombin? Wimpund? Wumud? So she was making a pun on not being able to say women and like... And that's the end of the she quote. She became a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so, anyways, that's that was the drama back in 2020. And for some reason, she felt the need to bring it back up. And she has now doubled down on a statement saying that, I stand by every word I wrote back then. The question is, what is the truth? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop, lady. <laughs> you, know what I think she's, you know what I think she's trying to do? I, said, I think... Uh, 
Hogwarts Legacy came out, and she's like, oh, people are starting to like Harry Potter again. I'm going to put an end to that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't like that people like my work so much anymore. Let's <laughs> ruin it all. So she's kind of going a little crazy. Um, she went out on a news statement saying that she is now fearing for her own personal well-being, and you she feels... saying stupid shit, lady. She feels like she's being threatened <laughs> by the world. So That's, uh, that's your fault. <laughs> she's being crazy. I mean, Obviously, you shouldn't harm her for saying her opinion, but... She's dumb for thinking that she's not going to get backlash. We are, such yeah. Stuff. I mean, we're for lucky sure. enough I mean, to have freedom of speech, but like, you, you got to realize, like, words have repercussions too. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a quote that I think sums up about what's going on in the situation. It's talk shit, get hit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We so, don't advocate violence, but I mean, like, actions stop have consequences. Being stupid. We can't say what people on the street are going to do. Yeah, I would just keep, she should keep her unpopular opinion to herself, though. So, I mean, like, eh, just keep, keep it off the internet, maybe. Um, but yeah, so, poor J.K. Rowling. Poor J.K. Rowling. I mean, she's not that <laughs> Roll <old>. my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's jump into our next segment, anime news. Tell me about it. <laughs> I recently just picked up, and I haven't been watching too much anime, I've been reading more manga lately, and I just picked up the Tokyo Ghoul Collector's Box Set. Oh, so good. And have been reading through the Tokyo Ghoul series. It is 14 mangas, so it's not too long, pretty reasonable to read and kill it in an afternoon or yeah. two or three days if you read slow like me and like looking at the pictures. Tokyo Ghoul, top tier manga, uh, great first season of anime, everything other than that for the anime can doesn't exist in my mind. And that's what I've heard from everyone. And I watched the first few episodes of it and was like, oh my God, this is so good. So like, I could get really into this. But I've heard season two is like terrible. So I decided to buy it and read it instead. 10 out of 10. Amazing. Incredibly dark. I don't want to throw out spoilers in case any of you want to check it out. But uh, the premise, roughly, I'd say is uh, boy meets a girl, falls in love with her slightly. Girl turns out to be zombie, tries to eat him. She gets crushed, he gets her organs put inside of his body, and turns into kind of half a zombie sort of thing. Yeah, just stop it there. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. and super good. Highly recommend checking it out. The manga, not the anime. Yeah, the manga. Unless and you it, want to watch the first season and then be disappointed. Yes, <laughs> also a possibility. Uh, you can watch it. I mean, I'm going to watch it once I'm done reading it, so yeah. we'll see how it goes. <coughs> yeah, that's. I haven't been watching or reading too much. That's basically all I got. Oh, for anime? Yeah, for anime. anime. All right, I can do a little bit more. Yeah, I figured, I figured we'd go over what we missed while we were gone on this break and catch everybody up. Oh, boy. Uh, so Let's we have dive in. Reborn as a Vending Machine. Now I Wander the Dungeon oh. came out. You were talking about this the last time before I, we took our it's break. It's probably like six or seven episodes in now. I watched the first four, maybe, because I kept telling myself, it's going to get better, right? So it's goofy, what's going on? Weird. The premise is amazing. I loved the first like 20 seconds of the episode where... This kid on a bike, usual isekai anime, guy on a bike, gets hit by a car, a vending machine pops off the car and hits him even further and he dies. And then as he's dying, he gets reborn. And as he's being reborn, he's going through his head of like, God, I was always such a huge fan of vending machines. Okay. I, I wish I could have dedicated more of my life to vending machines. And then he becomes a vending machine and he's like, my dreams have come true. Interesting. <laughs> it's... After that, just the dumbest. There's, I mean... Does he have good stuff inside of he, his vending machine? The thing machine? is, he can change what's in the vending machine. He can become different kinds of vending machines. He can only communicate through the automatic words that the vending machine says, like, come again, thanks, hello. Like, that kind of stuff. Okay. 
Uh, he has to keep getting coins from other people, buying from him to sustain his own life, basically. Okay, so the coins are his food, basically, yes. kind of thing. Um, other than that, it's it's not worth the watch. <laughs> it's really not. I thought it was going to be better. I'm going to watch it just to laugh. You never Just know. the first episode, and then after that, you're like, this is kind of dumb. Hell yeah. So, uh, we had Zom 100 at Bucket List of the Dead came out on Netflix. I think it's great. I think it's very comedic turn on the zombie apocalypse. Okay. Basically, the premise of the show is this guy gets out of college, excited to work his first job, goes to this company, gets to the first day, and is like, oh, this was amazing. He's having food with everybody at the office, and he's like, all right, well, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about tomorrow? And they all like flip over their employee badges, and they're like, back to work. Apparently, there's this whole system in Japan of like, companies i forget what they call them but like companies that take advantage of their employees okay and basically make them work 24 7 never stopping they get like four hours of sleep every night sometimes they sleep at the office they go right back to work so he ends up creating his life so then the zombie apocalypse happens and he's like it's all dark and terrible and then he realizes i'm finally free I can do whatever I want now. Hell yeah. So that he makes a bucket list of the hundred things he wants to do with before his life he before he becomes a zombie. Okay. It's very colorful. Instead of blood, it's like paint splatters. All right. Uh, yeah. And I love it. I've watched What was the name of it again? Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead. I'm going to check that out. That sounds fantastic, I think actually. it's great. It's not as action-packed as it is just very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely give that one a watch. Okay. Uh, what else we missed while we were gone? One Piece. Major spoiler here. If you haven't caught up to the thousand and fiftieth episode, whatever it is, of One Piece, maybe skip ahead a few minutes here. But just warn you, spoiler. Uh, One Piece. Luffy had his devil fruit reveal while we were gone. Okay. In Gear Five. And it is the Nika Nika human fruit. Okay. So he's this model type sun god or whatever. So basically it's revealed in the anime, finally caught up a little bit to the manga that Luffy's real devil fruit is he is the sun god Nika and he fights freely basically. It's said that the sun god, whenever he fought a battle, fought however he wanted to. Hmm. People are a little mad, I think some of them, with how the anime interprets it, it yes, yeah. as Luffy has cartoon powers now. Okay. Where the world around him becomes rubber. Uh, he kind of treats it like Wiley e. Coyote, like he runs in place, moving the land underneath him, kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah, it's real cartoony, but basically he's just like a god now. All right. Yeah, but just cartoon god. And that was that was pretty good. The live action came out today, actually, as we're recording this. So has he still rubber at all? He is still rubber. Okay. Just when he goes gear five, which is the last gear he has, he becomes like the actual embodiment of the sun god and turns everything around him in the rubber too. Do all the other fruits have gears or just his? They have awakenings. Every devil fruit has an awakening. Okay. Where it becomes like a whole new thing can affect the world around them. Kind of Cool. Thing. All right. Um, but that's only if you can get powerful enough to take advantage of that kind of thing. Nice. Uh, yeah, but the live action came out today. I watched the first two episodes on Netflix. I think if you're going into One Piece blindly, it might not be the right way to start it with the live action. I would watch the anime first. I think, though, 
not the worst portrayal of a live action from anime. There's been much worse. I, it's so rough. I can't get into them. They're so They've bad. They've burned but me. this one, two episodes in, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I think it's all right. I think they're doing it right. They're not putting too much weird, cheesy crap in it. Do I they have they super know. cheesy wigs on? No. I think the Devil Fruit powers, some of them look a little weird. Okay. I think Netflix has sunk in like 1.3 million or something. Like they, they're putting in a, a lot decent of, budget. 130 then. million when I say 1.3. That's a decent budget. Yeah. Um, it looks good. The actors are good. Everything about it's been good so far. I'm waiting for it to disappoint me, so I'll get back to you on that. But right. as for right now, I like it. Uh, we also have some new upcoming ones that I figured I'd throw in here. Uh, Kang and Ashura Season 2 is coming November 21st. This is the Tekken Mortal Kombat kind of show. Okay, nice. It was kind of paired with Baki. Baki's basically making fun of these kinds of shows. But yeah. Kang and Ashura, not a terrible show. Baki was still good, too. Oh, yeah. I watched the final season of the final episode of Baki like last week, and... I get high before you watch it. It's so oh, it yeah. makes fun of those fighting and alpha anime so well. Perfectly. It's like, so good. Perfectly. It's so good. You'll laugh. I was actually laughing y- you out will loud laugh. at a few parts where I was like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Why am I watching this? Yep. Uh we got Ragna Crimson mm-hmm. coming out November 30th. This is an anime about dragon slaying. I'm kind of figured with the name Ragna. Yeah. It looks pretty good i'm gonna i'm waiting for some more trailers to come out on it so i can get my opinion on it but i'll probably keep an eye open on that one and give it a watch okay uh we have i'm gonna say the name wrong but i believe it's free Rin, beyond journeys and coming out november 29th this is your typical adventure let's form a group and go out into the world and fight evil kind of thing nice kind of D-esque yeah let's see how it turns out but as for right now we've just got still pictures of what's going on and hopefully that turns into something yeah but let's move into our next segment comic news with our new comics coming out within the next couple weeks uh i believe yeah i got a few here actually we got moon knight annual number one which comes out august 30th i wrote that one down a couple weeks back but i would definitely check it out love me some moon knight uh annuals basically usually happen when uh, they release a comic every month, and then their 13th comic they want to do, they don't have a month for it, so you have an annual comic. Mm-hmm. Always a good one to pick up. Moon Knight's awesome. Might make some money there. Who knows? I almost bought a Moon Knight costume for Halloween this year. Moon, Knight, Moon Knight's a sick character. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have Berserker Fallen Empire coming out November 29th. This is a one-shot not in the Berserker series, just a one-shot, one-off comic where they're telling a story about his past being, I believe, from the pictures, it looks like some ancient Egyptian Cleopatra kind and of And this setting. is the Keanu Reeves yes, Berserker. Yes, this is the Keanu Reeves-created Berserker from Boom Studios, I believe. Yes, not yeah. to confuse anyone about the Berserker manga. That would be Berserk, I believe. Berserk? Yeah. Oh, okay. This one's Berserker with no E's. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we also got... From Boom Studios, a new comic called Stuff of Nightmares, Red Murder, issue number one, which is coming out September 27th. This is from author R.L. Stein. That sounds like a good one. Creator of Goosebumps. Oh, yeah. I I would pick up an R.L. Stein comic. And Absolutely. It's got to be worth something what, eventually. Who's, do you know who's illustrating it? I don't know who's illustrating it, but it, mm. I can't imagine. It's it got to be, be good. Ba- it's from Boom Studios. So they probably have Grandpa, or I guess say his name wrong, Grandpa doing something. That'd be cool. Yeah. 
Uh, we also have, I mentioned this to you, to you earlier, uh, Firefly, The Fall Guys, a new six-issue limited series coming out September 6th, also from Boom Studios. Freaking love Firefly. One of my favorite series. It's got a TV series, comic series, eight or nine books I've read. Amazing. For those of you who don't know, it's Space Cowboys. It is Space Cowboys. It is just Space Cowboys I breaking the law. I believe the series on sci-fi, which was only a season long, had Nathan Fillion yep. as the lead actor. Nathan yeah. Fillion. Mm. Never actually watched it. Fantastic. Never read a Firefly. It's not my kind of thing. I know it's yours. I like Cowboy Bebop, too. Freaking Space yeah, Cowboys. Cowboy Bebop wasn't really my thing. I did watch the live action and wasn't disappointed by it. Really? I didn't watch it. Maybe I'll watch that yeah. one. Is maybe, that on Netflix, maybe, too? Maybe because I haven't seen the anime. I thought it was good, but then you're going to watch it and be like, terrible. Like, how did you even watch this? I'll get 10 minutes in, turn it off. I off. love the main actor. From it. It, was, it was a great series. But uh, that's what I got for comic news. What do you got? Right on. Well, I got... Birds of Prey. You ever heard of them? Love Birds of Prey. All That's, right. Uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Close. Very close. Does have Harley Quinn in it. They're mixing it up a little bit this time. No Poison Ivy. But Birds of Prey is getting a comic reboot to its series, releasing September 5th. Didn't they have a movie come out for Birds of Prey? They did. Yeah. They did. But Didn't it was those it. were based off of the older duos okay. and stuff. Um, the new series starts off with a personal mission brought to Black Canary by a new ally. So we don't know who it is. There's going to be an introduction to a new person. So complete intro, first appearance, new character. Definitely a comic to pick up for collectors, even if you don't want to read it. Um, It is featuring Batgirl, Big Barda, Black Canary, Harley Quinn, and Zealot. I like it. So it's all female superheroes or anti-heroes, because, you know, Harley Quinn's, depending on what side she's on. And uh, it is written by Kelly Thompson. She's a pretty good uh, comic writer. She's been doing the, you just said it, Poison Ivy comics lately. If, uh, if nothing, uh, go and pick it up to support our female superheroes. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like a female superhero? Let's be honest. It could save me any day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You got anything else for your comics? I do not. Yeah, okay. I got a few questions here for our anime side that we'll go back to real quick. Uh, I figured we got some talking points. And if any of you guys out there want to send in some questions to ask us, anything you want to know, want to get our opinion on, anything like that, then go ahead and send in some questions, comment on the videos we throw up, or throw up some emails to us with some questions. What is our email over there, Audio Master Jay Connor? I believe It'll be it's in the description below. In the description <laughs> below? All right, that's good enough, because I can't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah, we'd All love right. to hear from you guys. Yeah, but I'll throw up some questions to you, and I'll answer some of them, too. Uh, are you open about watching anime with people, and how do you get new people into anime? I am very open about watching anime with or around people. I think it's pretty funny when my phone makes a really wild, like, screaming, moaning noise, and it was just, you know, someone taking Fair. a bite Plus, of food. your texts are uh, All Might from My Hero. Yes. Yeah. My phone literally gets a text, and it's All Might going, A text, no, a text message is here, and I'll get a <laughs> phone call. A phone uh, call is here, so I'm very open about it. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty open about watching anime. I don't usually throw it out there until someone else starts talking about it, and I'm like, anime, you say? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll just go off on tangents and rants about it. But uh, as far as getting new people into anime, I usually, I mean, if I'm suggesting anime to somebody, usually I'll get what they're into with their TV series and stuff. The first one's usually always Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal, yeah, that's the one I always say, recommend. Watch this. If you like it. I got more recommendations for you. Yep. Yeah, Brotherhood. Don't Brotherhood. get us mixed up with the first one. Yep. 
We don't like that stuff. Uh, what anime is the biggest letdown for you? I know, that's a tough one. I can give you mine right off the bat. Yeah, what do you got? Let me think about this Soul for a Eater. Soul Eater. I have never oh. been more disappointed by the end of an anime. I've got mine. And that last episode is just, it's a punch of bonds or friendship, and it killed him. I hate it. Cut scene. It's <laughs> terrible. Here's one for you. This one, horrible. Massive build up the entire series. Nothing but hope and hype. And then it ends 100% short. You got, s- not solo leveling. Uh, Give me the premise. Sword Art Online. Sword Art. Oh my God. You're supposed to go through 100 floors of this massive dungeon. Aincrad was so disappointing. And I, I don't even know if they get halfway. I don't even think they hit 50. Maybe they do. People love this. I believe they're on floor 70. Is it? Okay. I think they're on floor 70 or something. Or no, they're up to floor 70, but they're back down on floor 55 or 50 or something doing like a Coliseum battle or whatnot. There it is. Uh, it's ridiculous how much people love Sword Art Online. I know it's like a basis for isekai anime and the, that whole premise and like the revolution starting What's all the these. Building blocks. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But how do people love this anime so much when it starts off great and then just on the 55th floor, they're like, why don't we just cut this short and do an M battle and end the whole series? It's terrible. It teleports everyone there. They're like, ha ha, let's bring all your allies. And then, <laughs> and then they just completely scrap the whole Aincrad idea and just do Gungale online, Alf online, uh, Alicization or whatever. Just it just changed the whole series. It just keeps getting terrible and terrible. Yeah. That, really that, ruined that That one. series and saga killed me. Yeah. Uh, I, that was mine. All right. What is the best anime fight scene in your mind? Best anime fight scene. My most emotional or favorite drawn? Then she just give me both. My most emotional fight scene in any anime... I thought you were going to have something on deck. <laughs> it's so hard to choose. I mean, there's a couple scenes that really like get you to tear right, up yeah, in fair them. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I think my favorite, my favorite animation of one has probably got to be a law. What was the Jiren versus Goku in the news? Okay. Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Super. Super. Yeah, that's a good one. That's um, good one. That fight sent chills down my spine. Straight up, I got goosebumps, chills down my spine. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And Dragon Ball hasn't done that to me in a while. They really did well animating that fight. I, I'd say it's either, I mean, sometimes if I'm in the mood to just watch an anime, sometimes I'll just skip to straight to the fight scene I want. Yep. And it'll Been be there. Bleach, uh, Ichigo versus Aizen. Ooh, that's a good one. Or sometimes I, it's not even that great of a fight, but I think I just love watching Naruto, Pain versus Naruto. That's a good one too. It's a solid one. I don't even care about the Madara fight or, you know what? If I'm going with Naruto as a basis for fight scenes, it's Mike Guy versus Madara. Ooh, Mike Guy versus Madara. It's just the best fucking, especially when at the end when he's like, "You're stronger than all five Kage," and gives him that. It's just, it's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Last question I got for you: What is your favorite anime animal? Your favorite animal in anime? Mm, can I go American anime real quick with this one? Yeah, why not? Platypus bear from Avatar. All right, fair enough. I'll give you Avatar. Even though it's not technically an anime, we all consider it as I, one I in want our a hearts. platypus bear. Could ride it, could swim on it. That's Fantastic. Fair. I'm, I'm going to stay away from Avatar because there's so many good animals in Avatar. That Great ones. Oh, it's, I mean, 
It's Tony Tony Chopper. Tony Gotta Tony take one Chopper. Piece. Chopper. Oh, Chopper, the little. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then if I really wanted to go a favorite animal, it's Edward. Edward. <laughs> the homunculus. Can talking. we play now, Edward? Somebody, somebody's gonna watch this and be like, no, no. <laughs> I hope you cried a little bit. <laughs> All right, but I think it's time to throw it to our battle of the week. Oh. All right, for my battle of the week, let's see where do I got that at. All right, who do you think would win in a fight, Big Daddy from Bioshock or Pyramid Head from Silent Hill? Who do you think would win? Big Daddy. Big Daddy. He's got that man. Oh, but yeah, he's got the massive drill. He's pretty quick. He does have a massive drill. He's big, beefy body too. He's in a diving suit. He's got a lot of armor on him, you know. But Silent Hill Pyramid Head. I mean, he's got a giant pyramid head and a giant sword. He's cranking. Yeah, around. that sword is huge. I think you're probably right. It's it's Big Daddy. I mean, Pyramid Head's got the big sword, but who knows if it can get through that diving equipment? Yeah, and even if he big does, Daddy like, just, if he hits him and lodges into him, I mean, Big Daddy could still just probably drill him. Oh, absolutely. You know, just yeah, it's Big Daddy. Winner, Big Daddy. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right, what do you got? All right, who do you think would win in a fight? Albus Dumbledore or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> what a tangent. That is not equivalent at all. Albus Dumbledore or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. One has magic. One old One man with magic. is magic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're mutant turtles. That's true. There's four of them, too. They, get to, they have the element of surprise. They are ambushing. I mean, if they have the element of surprise, probably the turtles. They got turtle power. I mean, and he could probably only cast like one at a time at them. If he did like a big AOE spell, probably they'd get around it somehow. Yeah. Yeah, it's the turtles for me. You're thinking turtles? I'm thinking turtles. Got it. <sighs> but if if he has time to prepare and like he knows the fight's happening, it might be Elvis. But I don't know. Element of surprise is He the is the greatest sorcerer to have ever existed. But think about this. How many times in Harry Potter, not the books... Do you see them fighting like one versus like five or four in this case? In the movies? Yeah. Albus Dumbledore specifically. How many times do you see him actually fighting multiple people? And not, yeah, let's just say magic for right now. How many times I do you see I think twice. Him? Twice? When is this? Um, He is fighting inside the Ministry of Magic alongside the auras when Black dies. Uh, Sirius Black. True. Okay. Keep going. And during the... I can't remember. This might have been just in the books. Even if it's in the books, give it to me. Um, During the tower event, when he gets stormed in the tower, he has the ability to not only freeze time and transport Harry Potter out, before anyone damages him True. and cover him with the invisibility cloak. Um, he also is able to prepare his wand for the first counter spell and the time so, they barge through a door. So I guess if he ran away by teleporting, maybe he could somehow come back and win. But my thought process is when he's fighting, it's always magic to magic that he's blocking. If he's fighting ninja turtles that are coming at him from all angles, he's not going to be able to shield with... That's true. Yeah. Protego. I mean, you don't know. It might not work. I'm I'm sticking with my turtles. All right. I've got two words for you, Thick. Heat metal. 
Heat metal. There you go. Yeah, he had a giant fucking fire dragon. That's right. One of the turtles <laughs> is using wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys let us know who would win. You guys tell us you in tell the comments. us who would win. Because it's the turtles. Be our tiebreaker. We need you on this one. But that does it for us. I think it's time to get back to gaming. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah, we'll be back next week with another podcast. So make sure you tune into that, guys. And tune in on Twitch every Thursday for our LAN parties and throughout the week for our solo streams. Hit us up on Instagram and TikTok as well. Yeah. Slide in the DMs. Let us know what you guys think about those fights. We want to give know. us some questions because we're willing to give our opinions on everything anime, comics, nerd pop culture, and video games. Yeah, we want to know what you guys think too. So if you guys just have some answers about our questions that we just said too, let us know what you think. Yeah. But anyway, I'm the Thick Baby. I'm Tasmanian Deity. And this has been New School Gaming. Peace out, guys. Mm-hmm.